to make it. Here we go. I have to make it. They're paying me to be there. Um, but uh, this is Civil Tension, episode number 86, as a matter of fact. Thank you very much. And I am Peter, the host and creator of Civil Tension, and here today with me is co-host... Uh, Herman Skabocek. And co-host... <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that. <laughs> and Jerry. And... Ken. And... Humanity. And... Daniel. <laughs> and... Dan Armadillo. <laughs> what did you say? Dan Armadillo. Dan Armadillo. And Lisa. All right, here we go, folks. Today, actually, we had um, by by one of the Dans, we had posed the subject matter, and and Dan, perhaps you can help explain this better than I was trying to explain it to uh, uh, Herman here. Uh, which is <laughs> propensity versus inclination. Because when we look at the dictionary, those are synonyms. And we must understand that, first off, what dictionaries talk about definitions is they are used in culture. They do not talk about meaning. In other words, the depth of its meaning. Philosophy does this. All you're going to get out of a dictionary anytime you look a word up is the meaning it is currently in culture. And if you go back to a dictionary a hundred years ago, that's all the time. You'll find that the words mean different, and they're written differently. They are. So if, if they're there. Say. So not only in, uh, in the dictionary does this, but also in common culture, these things are, are going to describe concepts that they say natural tendency. However, they are used very differently when we talk about clinical aspects. So we talk about someone that comes from an alcoholic family. We will say, that although there is no known alcoholic gene, we do know that by observation that there, that there has been some hereditary trait in alcoholism. And so we cannot say that to a child you'll become an alcoholic, but we can say you have a propensity to do so. And so this is what the word propensity means. And so typically when they're talking about, if we're going to use the word natural tendency, we're actually talking about a genetic aspect of it. Correct. So inclination, when they use the word natural, they're saying that what you would do naturally, not by nature but just by naturally. So inclination is an aspect of will. So when I become an alcoholic, I was so inclined to do so. Why? Well, it was choice. Was there, why did it become a natural choice? Well, because every time that something bad happens to me, I drink. So that's what kind of the difference of these two things is. And so the, what I was coming after was is that we can talk about having a propensity. In other words, you come from a bad family or you can come from a genetic aspect of it. And this is more of a question than it is a statement. So we can talk about propensities and genetics. Does that translate into culture? Would be one of my first questions on propensity. And then, and the aspect is as well. If it does, then is not just as simply an aspect of inclination, meaning will driven. So that's what I, that's what I was doing. Will that's much better than where I was trying to go with that with you a little earlier. Way to go, Schwarzkopf. Well, we take ourselves real seriously. Does, it, does that help, Herman? <laughs> it does. It's so give right. us an example to get the discussion going. Well, one of the things that, one of the things that, that the came to mind was the idea that, that people have a tendency to knock themselves down, so we have an, we have an idea of being depreciative, self-depreciating, meaning that they'll, they'll kind of like be critical of themselves. Excuse me, deprecating, right. Okay. That means they're critical. I use the word depreciation, meaning that they devalue themselves as an asset. They <laughs> literally, they'll develop their will, their, their will. They'll say that they are lesser. 
they'll they'll believe in that crap that Emerson was pushing that everybody's your superior. Lower self esteem. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's more than that. It's more than esteem. They just hit it is, They literally believe that they are lesser than others. Literally. Well, and, and obviously that's one of the three well, hardest things. One of the hardest things, things to change guys, in a person so. is a belief, right? One of the three hardest things to change. One of the things that's going on is in, is in schools today, they're telling children that there is something physically wrong with you. you got ADHD, you got yep. you know, all these lists of disorders. And they're claiming these things to say what? You have a propensity for this? Are you, are you, are you seriously lesser than the, than the people around you? And so... All the things that are going on wrong in your life are not aspects of your inclination or will. And, well, but they're really all just something about the fact that you had a propensity for this and you're genetically driven because of it. So when, you're, when you're talking about children in schools and, and labeling and doing those, those kinds of things, you know there are financial incentives in doing so. Correct. Yes. These yeah. schools receive the funds. I want to skip over that. I don't want to talk about why it's driven. I want to talk about the fact that it's being driven and, and it's being accepted by parents. And they're saying, oh, I got it, but you can't. You cannot ignore the fact like, that it is a, it, it is being driven by money. So what? It, it, I don't care about well, the causality. I don't well, care about the no, no. Look at, we do look at look at the other side of the coin. If everybody, if you said, "Hey, you're going to be the greatest thing in the world," and it was driven by money, boy, everybody be uh, running to the running to the uh, 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 this way to the egress. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> So just the uh, what does that have to do with the idea of propensity to do a thing or its inclination? Because sometimes when we drift in, in these conversations, we get way so off topic that it becomes right like, now. well, what are we going to talk about? So I, what I was really trying to bring forward here is is to address an issue that really stretches into a lot of areas about what you, what people consider a genetic disorder or a disadvantage or or something. I don't know how you would phrase it. Disadvantage is the only thing I can think of. Well, when you well, talk about the Sorry, say that again, Ken. Could be an advantage or advantage. That's what I just said. What about the other side of the coin? Okay, but here let's let's talk about the effect, which is what you wanted to focus on of this. The effect is, to me, to what I'm observing and seeing, is that people who are being taught this, you have, you have this. We just put this tag on you. You have this, therefore, you are defective. And then they're saying, well, well, geez, I guess I'm broke, and this is me now. And they're accepting that. Now, that actually, to me, creates what I had shot back to you, the ability to be intentionally incompetent. If, If I am this, therefore, it's okay if I do or don't do this. Wow, we're talking about welfare it's, now. No, we're talking about the CEO of Wendy's. Oh, we're talking. <laughs> or, or we're talking about uh, how Epstein was able to kill himself with a bed sheet in a cell while he's on suicide watch. Right after he got off of it. Right. Exactly. Off uh, or we're talking about um, a, a handful of kids who came from Chicago out to the Gurney area to, with the intent, the purposeful intent to steal a car, and the, the person they stole it from was like, uh-uh-uh, and started shooting at him. One of the kids dies, 14. Now the other kids are being charged with murder because they were there with the intent to commit a crime, yep. thus causing the murder. So intentional incompetence. So does... Does that then just create, is this a whole snowball effect? If, if we're labeling people with propensity to be this thing, and now you carry this, are we just providing excuses to be 
incompetent. Someone else might say opportunity. Or either way. Yeah. yeah it, it, this is your opportunity to, to be a dumbass. I don't. Uh, and we'll pay you. I want that job. Me too. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, doesn't pay well. I've been there most of my life. Be a weather person. Me too. We're talking a little bit about the flip right. side of this argument, and it's really not advantage to disadvantage because ultimately the will is going to determine what phenomenon or situation you're in is whether it's going to be advantageous or not. That is what the inclination argument is. I am inclined that every time I hear the word, you'll never do this to kick the shit out of it. I'm inclined that when people say, you know, you're really going to win the hell out of this, I'm going to sit back and take it easy. Well, so, you're saying so the will is, is the drive correct. to make the change. Correct. To right. get out of whatever Regardless of the negative belief that you, you're in. Right. Yes. It's True kind of what I'm after, and, and I want to know if you guys agree with that, because you know the idea of self-destructive action has to be fall into the category of a willful aspect. And, and we talk about the idea of intent. And a lot of times when you look at young children, they don't really know that they're doing this until you point it out to them, you know, you, you know, you have a, what are they, I was labeled with this when I was growing up, you have a fear of success. I'm like, okay, I have a fear of success. I don't know what that means, but I have a fear of success. And anytime something would occur that didn't fit within the category or the, within the, the anticipated result of my actions, they would, they would hang this on me and say, you have a fear of success. So, it, so uh, all the, the, Folks that like to work with children and say, you know, what do you want to grow up to be? Oh, you can be anything. Like, you know, like that. W- without that will, it doesn't matter. Correct. But I, I agree ins- with that. You can instill will by labeling somebody. You can take a kid with kind of, you know, so-so talent and say, I see you working hard. I see you improving. You can take this a long ways down the road. We don't know how good you can be, but you're doing good, kid. And the butt pat is what instills will going in that direction to me. I've seen it happen so many times. You talk to any coach who is successful to whom uh, his his or her athletes respond and that guy, that person is going to be really good at butt pats at one sort or another. For instance, you never give a butt pat for something that ain't true. You know, it's, and if you do it right, you find something that that kid is doing right and, and encourage them to go more in that direction. All you got to do at that point is get out of the but way. But don't you need to work with a kid that isn't doing anything right? You need to work harder There's always that something. job. There's always something. You know, you can you can say, you know what, kids got no talent, kids got no interest, <laughs> kids got no drive. I'm not I'm not going to mess with them. Isn't that the kid that needs help? It, it, that's the kid where you spend most of your time, and that's the most rewarding place to be. Yeah. You know, kids that are rockets coming out, you know, coming out of childhood. It, you point them at the finish line and say, when the gun goes bang, go, go get them. Uh, the kids that you work with are the are the ones that that are less talented, and they can really surprise you. It's you know lots and lots of stories about that. That's their will. But I, I believe you develop their will, and show them that they can believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And once they believe in themselves, that will gain strength. There are two mechanisms going on. One is through teaching life lessons, not specifically to that. He's talking about. Telling children, because he was just about to tell you that there are some kids that are fast because they're born that way. I mean, they have that propensity to, to be able to kick ass. Oh, that makes me a racist. And other ones don't, but when, when he teaches them and the, and the kids that don't 
can't run very fast. If they wind up doubling their speed, they'll not be as fast as the other guy, but man, what an achievement, right? So, and then they'll have a propensity later in life to deal with issues differently. Well, there's always so here's, work, so here's there's always a work harder, not, or work smarter, again, not this harder. Is something that's going to be an ingrained aspect, or is it? It's kind of the argument. Because, you know, uh, Lamarck, and Lamarck had, had said that, you know, traits that you do can be handed to your children. So if I become a really good piano player, my children will become good piano players. It's a bunch of a bunch of shit, and it's been proven to be completely inaccurate. But it is believed that that still is the case. People believe this. They say, you know, I want uh, uh, you should be reading, you should be doing things with your mind because you will pass it on to your children. And it doesn't pass on. It's not possible to do so. You cannot pass on. You cannot genetically code a trait. There's just too many things that are going on with, with that trait. So the interesting thing, but is it genetic or is it something else? So the interesting thing, though, is, well, is I'm saying it's something else. Early in life, we're all taught work hard, work hard, and things will turn out good for you. Hard work, hard work, hard work. Then you get older and it says, don't work harder, work smarter. Right, that's because you don't have the stuff to work. So using reading as an no. example, I'm an avid reader, my wife's an avid reader. When my kids were two and three years old, they sat on my lap every night and we read Dr. Seuss books over and over and over again. I didn't Higher have to education. tell my kids to read. They became natural readers and, you know... Uh, readers are leaders. Kids. But that's not genetic. They, they that's trained. That's environmental. Our good yeah, example that a you got to work hard if you want to get somewhere. That would be a nurture aspect. Right. So that's nurturing. It's will. It's will. It's on the side of will. It's not nature. It's nurture. It's a willful act. You willfully took the action to read to your children aloud. There's a bonding that's going on with this. The, the uh, they but see that the, although they you may not think so, but they feel and they know the pleasure that you're having out of this. They know that you know little kids are can can sense when somebody's. Being a dick to them, or they're being cool to them. I mean, you can you watch little children; they watch their eyes. And Dogs they can react, too. you know. And so, so you're supporting a bond there. So this is a, this is a nurturing concept, and this is a willful action that you did. Now, that you're saying they'll have now a propensity to read later on. Okay, I agree. It doesn't mean that they will, but they, it means that they have a propensity and meaning. In well, other words, but, but in action, I have, aspect to it. But in action, I have three kids that are. Great students and successful in life because they are. But they have to have the will to do it. Yeah, that's not genetically okay, passed so, so what's the opposite? The so what's the yeah, opposite there then? When you have the parents that's always blowing smoke up their kids' ass, yeah. you know you're. I'm special because my mommy says I am. You know, yeah, so some, how, some how kids were even happen? given these special names growing up. <laughs> this is very true. When I when I was growing up, my mom would. Some of you know this. I was told over and over and over again that I am the crown prince of the universe. It doesn't pay so well. you're the guy that screwed all this up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a well-paying job. Like guitar. Yeah. yeah, not a well-paying job. I'm not sure but, dating the prince is much like dating the princess. No, you of, just don't want to do that. Of course, you, you know. Uh, I do believe Bill and Ken. Were you the only ones here when you became uh, knights of ordained knights of the universe? Yes, yeah. Yeah. I believe nobody, so. Nobody is inclined for so, this conversation. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, propensity is in the other direction. <laughs> hey, where's our square, so, where's your I square guess table? Internally, for me, that would have created uh, a, an accelerated or higher level of self confidence. Then perhaps most kids, when you have that said to you over and over and over and over Came and over again. The sword kind of I walked around for many, many years 
really actually thinking, I'm, I am, I am, I am freaking the you know the crown prince of the universe, Jack. Who the hell are you? And you um, were right. And Although I, your universe was only between your ears. It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very small a universe. Better. A vast world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was vast in between here and here. So come on. Well, we're 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 talking about space. the thermodynamic space. I'm just going to say you're tumbling tumbleweeds. But I would say. Walt Disney got the idea it's a small world. Yeah, exactly. That certainly is an example of nurture, not nature. And through nurture, I think that because of that, um, on both sides of the family, there are people who did not get that, who did not, they, they, they did not do things, they were very quick to say, oh, I can't do that. And much like you, if someone says, oh, you can't do that, hold my coffee. Well, they were uh, in the royal boat. Let, 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 yeah. yeah, you roll up your sleeve and you go out. Yeah, now we're go, talking about Hillary Clinton. Do it. Much, it, you know, much to your own loss, you know, because like it turns out when you're halfway into it, like, holy shit, I really can't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just true. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you discover, oh, I really suck at this. But next time around, I'll get it. <laughs> but yeah, and that, that's true too. But put it together, challenge. Yeah, lessons never learned. So, so, so. so you know, it's interesting <laughs> to talk about it when we talk about when we discuss aspects of natural tendency. So we talk about tendency within itself. It's interesting that this conversation is a thing because for all of it, will has to be able to activate it. Now, propensity, because it have an effect on will. Of course it does. Can it? Absolutely. So in my example of the alcoholic parents, can, can someone's will be truncated because they had alcoholic parents? Could someone's will be truncated because they came from an abusive parent? It can actually be enhanced. What's, what's that have to do with propensity? Uh, what kind of parents? Because remember, before earlier, I described the natural of propensity meaning to be genetically bounded. In other words, genetically bounded has nothing to. Okay. But the nature of my parents and how they treat me has nothing to do with my genetics. Right. I know, right. and so I'm asking the question: Can the, can that influence well? Can the fact that you came from an alcoholic family and they're abusive or your poor family, I hate to pick on alcoholics, there's so many other creeks, uh, places to pick on. But Susan is an example. You can pick on e eaters. I, eat. eaters. Okay, let's I came from a family where there wasn't for a lot fun, of food. Let's, let's, let's use you can do, examples you, yeah, anything. of a positive nature. Okay, I'm here to tell you that you can genetically inherit musical talent. I have seen it too many times. Well, you're gonna have a tough I've time seen that one I've seen 18-month-olds carry a tune. I've seen eight-month, eight, eighteen, two-year-old. And they've also done it without kids. anybody musical in the family. It's, you're gonna have a tough time proving that because that has been this Lamarckian idea that you're talking about has been so disproven. It, it, there's no truth of it whatsoever. Is there not? Your I don't think that. I don't think Mozart's father was very it's, it's good. It's funny the research that's been going on for over 200 years. I mean, there's no evidence of it at all. I think it's a hard one to prove. Well, my kids are all great musicians. I can't turn the radio on hardly. My wife has little or no musical talent, but all three of my kids, they were exposed to it in school. They picked it up. They were that's naturals. And they excel with it. So is it because I have musical talent and I've just never explored it? Never had the opportunity to be exposed to it Didn't and put your will take to it. lessons, whatever? Did not put your will to it. Did not put my will to it. Well, I, because you weren't introduced to it. Right. Doesn't matter. There's, I, I put the will to it. My father could not carry a tune in a bucket. 
but he cared for, a great for deal. any amount of money. And, and we, and my mom and I tried to teach him. It was really fun, you know. And he was about forty or something. No like wonder that. he couldn't carry it. <laughs> Good point. That would be Will. I don't want to do this like you guys right now. Um, I, I, there are people that have the talent, and there are people that don't. And you can, if you don't have the talent, you can. You can ident it's an identifiable thing. There's there's a big hole where most people have an ability you got nothing, uh, and it, that can be inherited. There's no doubt. Talent, where else would it come from? What talent are you describing? Well, let's talk. Let's stay on the positive music. Okay, so what? Carry turn. So what happens within the physical genetic basis that would allow for someone to be able to perform music? better than someone else, aside from well, deformities, okay? Because obviously if someone's deformed, they have missing both arms, they can't play piano. I don't want to get silly here. Well, they can with their toes, but let's not go I, there. Yeah, and there are people that do. Yeah. I, uh, cool. I have no rhythm. My, my kids laugh at me. Oh, that on a road mean. trip, we put on the radio, and they see me tapping my leg or the going like this with my hand, and they're like, you are not keeping beat with the music. You, you know, but I'm well, they're a good doing 1, 2, 3, 4, and you're doing 1, 2, 7, 13. Hey, picture you know, a monkey with symbols. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's keep it on so, the positive uh, now. You, you would think that's the natural ability to go like this and keep your know, time to the music is something that's either with you or not with you. You actually just did a very steady beat right then. That was right. me. No, he was not following. But if I was doing it to, to a song on the radio... So I'm my gonna... son is awesome at video games. I'm yeah. not. If, I'm, there must be something genetically in there, in me, that I should be able to be good at video games then, right? If you sit down and play them for 300... Coordination, able to quickly but translate... That, but, uh, that, uh, but, but that's... If I was good... So his son, when he has a son... Will automatically be good at video games because it's passed down genetically. It can skip generations. It can it can be you know gender specific. There's clearly clear no evidence of it. Right? Yeah. Genetics are, are we can, we can genetics talk about is being a really able to run complicated place. Well, right, but you are, you're saying that music can be the musical ability can be passed down genetically. There is no doubt in my mind. But now, when it's a video game, it's like well, maybe you'd skip what, a two or three, that, and okay, now it's now really difficult. Now we actually the jeans got stoned. They're just hanging out in the basement for something. That's it. <laughs> that's seventies. There is there is another function that happens when when you are two, three, four. Your learning rate is a hundred times or something bigger before than then, when yeah. you're a grown up. Mm -hmm. you know, Every day if, when you're infant. Any any skill you pick up while you're still a, a youth is something that you you soak up. You can add to. You can refine. Uh, much better than your parents who try to learn it side by side with you. Uh, and the reason for that is, as a child, you do not challenge or have other challenging arguments in order to learn. Correct. Is why crude languages work so well. This is a very well studied thing. Okay. There is yeah. zero evidence that talent can be expressed genetically. None. Zip. Right. Is None. it that eyesight, hearing, you know, whatever those types of traits you would mm -hmm. get genetically? Then the combination to an individual person of exposure and interest elevates it. That's correct. Because they have those. Very so well it's put. not, you can play music, it's, well, you have the hearing, you can understand the rhythm, you know, for whatever reason you pick up on those things where somebody else might not. Um, and then you're exposed to it, and then you com combine an interest, a natural interest. We all have natural interests. And for whatever reason, those people take off with it. 
If it's in your home and it's in your environment, hence negative or positive, that's what your exposure is. Wow. So how do you explain well deaf composers? I don't. Ex- I'm not trying to explain squat. I just asked the questions. <laughs> 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 Beethoven. Heard I'm just saying that that's a kind of his fingers yes. and his yeah. ass. And because you, you know, hear with vibrations, vibrations. correct? Right. With vibration. You were talking about. So, for whatever reason, he is exposed to possibly or had an interest in something in his life. Open that door for him, or open that that part of him. But he had to have the ability. He has to have the ability to feel the vibrations that way, whatever. But I don't think the genetic music trait is necessarily the case. It would be genetic components that allow you to open up to that interest if it does. So are, you say, are we saying the will is already inherent? So it's just a matter You're of... you saying the will is already present. 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 So it's just a matter of what so we triggers. Get, what we just, triggers? It's just about the inheritance of will. We get into the... Just, again, the argument, can it be genetic? Can someone be born with a stronger will than someone else? And, and it's a very interesting concept. Because well, I think if any of you have you have brothers and sisters, sure, yeah. and and you look We're at them, and there are certain ones that are more like your mother, and other ones that are like your father, oh, yeah. and you know, and and if you have siblings, they'll use that against you, like you know, oh, you're just like your father. As well, there are genetic traits that are passed on. He's just saying, like, a talent necessarily isn't one of them. But there's, I had an example. I knew somebody who never met their son until they were 16, and literally the son got there first, and then the father was coming to meet them for the first time, and I was laughing, talking to the son, going, your dad does that hand gesture. Oh, my God, that's the same that he does. He makes that same expression. So there are those things, and they hadn't seen each other in 17 years, or 16, 17 years, Oh, because every kid grows up and says, I don't, I'm... I'm not going to be like my father. I don't want to be like him. And then you, you get older and older and older, and you realize, God, oh, crap, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just like him. <laughs> so, 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 so I've heard that people that have a natural talent for music often correlates with the same people having a natural talent for math. From early on, grade school music on, some people yeah. just had a natural Measures. ability to there is no manage math, and other people don't. They could be highly intelligent in other fields, but for some people, math just doesn't click. And for other people, well, so they, could, so the they, could, they could vision geometry problems fine. in their head and work them out. But that's not so, the will. So what, what is math? Is so, so, that so the theory of Kumon, which is a Japanese educational system. And a good spice, too. Is to get, is to get them early <laughs> and to be able to develop these natural abilities and and that's what you just started describing the Japanese culture they believe that there are two natural abilities and there's only two one you're either streets and sanitation or two you're an engineer that's it for them so that's the propensity that's the propensity argument correct that's correct not the inclination and and they correct and they teach you or they test you when you're very young now I don't know if they still do this but years ago they did and this Kumon concept comes out of this and comes forward and says wait a minute there's a lot more than just streets and sanitation (laughs) in in engineering and so so they so they they do testing to children and they see what children would like to get into and then they and then they foster that so with with the inclination the will (coughs) the inclination piece the non-genetic piece mom or dad sitting there pounding the ivories and rolling it out and singing and humming they're going to have a more they're going to be more inclined to be musically Enhanced, right? If it's of their natural interest, I mean, 
I well, come right. from a bunch of bankers, but I right. went into banking thinking I was supposed to but because that's what my family was, and I hated right. it. But they don't necessarily mean they're going to. Right. Right. They have right. to have right. will. Well, doctors, but kids, but to they, be they don't come out of the womb with the propensity for music. Correct. That's the argument. Right. And so when they try, now they can't do research on humans. We can only look at behaviors that are reported. And so, but we can look at it in animals. And so, Lamarck right. trying to, to to describe how genetic traits are, are passed. In other words, a giraffe gets its neck longer from years and years of trying to reach up to a tree because it was a drop. This has been proven absolutely wrong, because in DNA you only have the code that you're given, and then there are, there are, there right. are proteins that write along it, and they and they express parts of that code. Right. Doesn't express all of it, just parts of it. And right. so they think they now understand that environment so like plays a role in this. Some hereditary aspects do play a role, but as they find out that you cannot outbreed out a trait. And so the Darwin Darwinian's idea of natural selection has a lot of holes in it because you know you got the red fox that moves into the Arctic, its red children get killed, and only the white one was like one out of every twenty. You know, y'all guys all know the story, right? Mm. So, but they're pro- but they've proven that this, that the trait never breeds out, right? And it continues to pop back up again. So, so there's nothing that's involved in trait that is hereditary that's locked in. Anyway. Other than the, other than the you know the main ones, obviously with nose and eyes, but not for all people, right? Because kids are born with defects. But I don't want to get into that because yeah. it's, it's a slippery slope. But the argument that, that stands here is that <coughs> so, so we talked about propensity. Uh, for people from from alcoholic or from great musician musical families on the positive side, then we say that uh, that well, uh, this is important because someone's told them that this is the case. You have an advantage. You're, you have an advantage. Well, does that change them? Does that change their inclination? And, th- and I think you know we can say in a pretty positive scale that yeah, it does. It yeah. does. So again, if you tell a child, you know, you're from a disadvantaged household, the child's going to believe it. Or you got ADD, they're going to believe it. All right, to a degree. Right. To a degree. Yeah, I always got to throw that in because will is always present. The child can ne- can negate that and say, "There's nothing wrong with me." And yeah, you know, you're trying to pull one over on me, man. Because yeah. my dad did it all the time when I was growing up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then to, to back to the you know. Using myself as an example, there were people that said, "Oh no, you're not, you're not all that," and uh, I, I vehemently disagreed. Um, <laughs> so I, much so I that was, the nameplate on his desk says it. <laughs> it says vehemently. So it does, well, actually, it says "Crown Prince, Prince of the, of the universe. universe." That's is what it says. That's the job <laughs> title. You're now working to a universe. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to welcome <laughs> to my universe. Yeah, not so, CEO. But. Um, <laughs> You know, with everything that's been discussed, I would actually very much agree that, you know, some of these things are not genetic. Ken, I'm going to disagree with you because uh, there is there are extremely few people on either side of my family that are musically, uh, that have a music ability, uh, the ability to wrap their heads around it. Um, no one could sing. My mom can't. My dad can't. None of my relatives um at best, my my dad's mom would write poetry that she called her songs, but every single song Scottish it sounded poetry. exactly the same. Once was a man, you know. Uh, but Scottish but, uh, poetry. Can you let me ten bob until Thursday? Yes, <laughs> 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 the package. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
my mom picked up an old broken player piano at a garage sale when I was seven and decided that I was going to learn it because she liked the piano. I had no interest, never even no seen a piano. No inclination whatsoever. But I was sent. I learned how to play. And I played over and over and over again. And practice, practice, practice. Up to the point where before venturing off in a different direction, I did audition, uh, audition for Juilliard, did not make the cut. I, I didn't make the cut, and I thought, well, then I am not going to sit and spend my life playing piano in an airport piano bar trying to make money, because that's just where my brain went. It did, no other option was there other than playing piano Well, that was my question, bar. though. When yeah. you played, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you played no, did you play here? Did you love it? Did you no, learn? not to, at all. Uh, okay, so not then you didn't really I, have I, an interest I, in it. You were trained to do yeah, it. Yeah, I was just so trained to do it. Propensity. Now, I can sing, and I went through choir, and I went through competitions, and, and I actually did quite well, and I enjoyed it, but it was not a passion, yeah. and and now it's it's not even a the singing muscle isn't even something I've flexed in years, and but Cody, my you know our oldest, even he actually wanted a guitar when he was twelve, and I'm like, all right, this is going to last about five minutes. Got him a cheapo little guitar at Target and a little uh, cheapo amp that came with it. Uh, never left his hands, and now he 100% self-taught, amazing. But it was his interest. He heard his right. uncle, my wife, one of my wife's younger brothers, playing guitar, and he, he went, "Ooh, I like that." The to reach out to you to get it. Yeah. No. So that was his will, and he did it, and he loved it. He absolutely adores music. My middle son said, "Hmm, bet I could do that too." He learned to pick a few tunes. Actually, he even bought himself a banjo his sophomore, his freshman year, and college and became known quickly known as Banjo Boy, so he dumped the banjo. <laughs> I don't know if that had anything to do with the instrument. And, and it sits <laughs> on my shelf of my own instrument and axe. Yeah. And they call banjos clubs. Yeah. So, yeah, he, uh, he the, the banjo is sitting on a shelf in my room, so I now own a banjo. Uh, and then you make, so the concept is pretty clear here, right? Yeah. So, Deliverance, the so, musical. Yes. Uh, again, so we're going to talk about this concept of propensity again, right? Yeah. So... If the child learns it earlier, gets reinforcement earlier, then they have a, they have a propensity to to repeat or to focus in on the positive traits later on or negative, right? That's the, that's the argument, right? I mean, you should know this because that's what you do. You, you're Are you right. saying that the propensity becomes an inclination? Uh, no. I'm saying that this is where propensity comes from because it's reinforced by the culture. Environment, right. By the culture, not well, by genetics. I would say by an experience. By the culture, not by genetics. Well, it... But, but here's the problem. And experience is a long shot. If it's a really traumatic experience, yes, maybe. But generally, to, in my experience, it is environmental. Like, it is a repeated action that you learn to be what your subconscious decides is normal or right. Why can't it be as simple as I heard my uncle play a guitar? It can be. Well, he started that story off by saying it was a broken piano. So he was always out of tune. That's why Juilliard was like, what the hell is this guy playing? No, there's no such thing as a C-sharp minor hat. And when he was saying he was stuck in heat on the road again. I don't believe that anybody can actually say at what point there's a cookie-cutter place that would change 
somebody's perspective or that which everybody has a different environment, a different experience, a different upbringing. So, so you've absorbed things differently. But at, at, I don't believe that there's one specific thing that says, well, if you do this, this will change how somebody looks at something. Because if that were the case, we'd do it and fix a lot of things. It, it's just a matter for whatever reason for people to change they have to be exposed to something different that clicks for them so, some people like your kids matt just have a god-given talent that's it it's just god-given but they had to be exposed to it and encouraged to do it if he if, if they serious, would have started so right. it's god-given means that it is genetic that means that they're oh, oh, that sounds oh, like a oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> what do you mean no it's not in their dna strand no but is it the God? Is it a God-given talent, or is it that their DNA gave them characteristics that allowed them to nurture that to that extent? That's they the had the math gene. The math gene correlates right. with the music gene. And right. That's what I. Right, well, kind of gene. Um, and the needle. No, I don't think that. there's a gene. That's why I say it's. They're using a different spot of their brain. It's God-given. It's in there. It's tucked in one of those folds See, in there. When, when we only use what ten or eleven percent. Exactly the argument I'm attacking. What you just said, that it's a different part of the brain, is exactly what I'm attacking. I'm saying it's not. It's got nothing to do with it. There are two separate issues. You have a genetic aspect or propensities of genetic aspects, but to talk about the focus in on it is willful. It is an inclination. And it's just got nothing to do with your genes or your body or what your innate that, capabilities or what you're that's a, that's a moot conversation. There is no different part of the mind that's coming into play, or the part of the brain, excuse me. That's an absolute moot conversation. What's coming in? We don't know. We, we don't even know what we don't know about the brain. Yes, right. we do. That's, no. That, but we that's don't know. I, I, just, I agree with you. You guys all just sit here and we talked about the concept. Of, is it possible for will to be strengthened or lessened by genetics? In other words, is a woman's will stronger or lesser than a man because she's a woman? Is a is a Chinese guy Actuarial stronger or lesser will than true. someone from from <laughs> it will. Know, Batavia or whatever? Hi, nice to meet you. Actuarial numbers will actually tell you women have a stronger will. And that's a science. Um, because we're attracted to stars, men, racist. we have to stay. <laughs> We have to stay I'm focused. offended by that. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. Right. However. Um, but uh, that, that's why I say I, it's, it's, you know. Something. So you're saying it's genetic. You're saying that you're saying it will. I think it's, I I think it's all bashed together. Yes, thank you. I think it's a whole, it's a whole combination of things that together. there is no, like said, there's nothing cooking cutter about it. I think it's a whopper it. I don't think, yeah. The fact is, I'm telling you, it is not that way. There isn't just one thing. No, you're yes. telling me in your opinion it is not that way. Your belief. Well, first off, yes. everything that comes out of my mouth is my opinion. Yes. So right. we don't need to right. But you're not, so you're not telling me anything. You're telling me your opinion. He was I thought some of it opinion. was your breakfast, but don't worry about it. <laughs> 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 oh, the argument is that it's duality. That's the argument. Right. And, 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 yep. the, and what's going on today is they're saying, no, there is no duality. It yep. is Who's saying that? Bit. I don't know anybody's saying that. Okay, I'm done. I don't, really, I don't, think, I don't think Will is... In your DNA, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's genetic. Well, we had that That's conversation right. before. I think there's some characteristics so. that make a personality and that make a person make decisions. We had, see, we had that conversation just a few episodes when we were talking about right. will, and is again, the power this is of will genetic was our topic. Right, is the power of will genetic, and we all agreed, at least I, according to the episode when we walked away from it, that we all agreed no, the power of will is not genetic. 
Um, it, it was uh, Will was recognized as existing outside of even the human race. Mm-hmm. So, because will as a concept has to exist before anything else can, which is where that episode landed. Mm-hmm. So, given that, and then given last week's conversation uh, with regard to the very much the nature versus nurture conversation that we had, and now looking, taking this a step further uh, for propensity uh, and inclination, and the result of that is really what are we teaching? I think this is a huge nurture conversation. It's what it's sounding like. Nurture is impacting the results of learned inclination. So that then, if we're going to agree that that is what actually we're settling on, then it becomes incumbent upon everyone in a role to nurture. doesn't matter what type of role that is. Will. Yeah. The action of nurturing is will. Is will. So it becomes incumbent on upon a person no in, in that role. No part of the brain is operating functionally. No. There's no, there's no whole group of, of psychological uh, ingrained traits that are working together to form this personality and all this. Is will influenced? Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely is influenced. Well, it has to be brought out. Correct. Mm-hmm. Exposure. But will is influenced by the body, <clears throat> right? It's the argument, right? It's influenced by the environment. The it's influenced by the body. It's the body it's part of the environment. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right? So the point of the matter is, is when we get down into it, is if these aspects are, are from willful, that means that when people are born, there can never be in any situation where we can say, that they are in a different, separate aspect of us because of a genetic basis. Is That's there, the argument. Is there anybody born that doesn't have that in them? That doesn't have will? Yep. Uh, I would not say. Never recorded. Yeah. Never Ants recorded. have will. I can't imagine there would be. I was in, I was in the Dixon, uh, the deep <laughs> Dixon, and there were some people in there that they were claiming that, that this was the case. And I went up reading up on this stuff, and they found out that not only is there will in there, but there's a huge amount of will. In other words, uh, they're very focused because they, the argument is, is that there's not a lot of white noise in their life. Right. And so we talk about Down syndrome's children and there's other uh, autistic aspects. And there's just not a lot of this white noise of confusion and in, in, in calculation is the argument. I don't know if I agree with it or not. I'm still really, really conflicted on some aspects. But the, pos- but the concept of it is that it, it, that will is always there. And so when I'm hearing this stuff today, even at this table, it's talking about different parts of the brain, I rise up and say, no, it's got nothing to do with that. And you're going to say, well, you're functioning in different areas. Like, no, it doesn't. It, the brain has nothing to do with the will. It's got nothing to do with it. The will is what drives it. And so right. the concept of it is they call it, this is called the theory of mind. And you can check that out. There's a lot of research on theory of mind. And its claims is that there's this duality aspect between the will and the body that works together. It works in a concert. But uh, the old adage is, is Thomas Aquinas, uh, or excuse me, St. Augustine, he says, I tell my right hand to do this, and it doesn't. I tell myself to do something, and I get an argument. So that's kind of the sums that Well, you can take two position up. musicians, mathematicians, two, two athletes, whatever. What's, and, and let's say they're absolutely equal in talent. What makes one better than the other? 
can't say the equally equally talent because they're intertwined. Well, that's the argument. I you can never say that because the will is intertwined. So what makes one perform better than the other one? Is what, what, you're what, saying, what like, makes one step up that extra level? What makes the difference between the guy who plays semi-pro and his teammate and his teammate makes it? One's on the Cubs and one is not. <laughs> yeah, one is probably pitching for the Cubs. Well, it, it comes down to, uh, really, truly, it comes down to will because you have to have the desire to go that extra step to take it. But if sometimes environmental things there. have broken a desire of a person or broken a self-esteem of a Absolutely. person or broken yeah. them to the point that they can't do that. And I, I, I will be the example because I grew up being told I was stupid. I grew up being told I would never be anything. I grew up being told all of that. And when I was 21 years old, I was actually a receptionist in an animal hospital, clueless. That was the job I was going to take because I didn't want to be a banker anymore. I hated banking, so I went into what I liked. I liked the animals. And the doctor there had me fill in for somebody in a position I didn't know, and I cried. I'm too stupid to do this. If I thought you were stupid, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have hired you. You, you. can say what you need if, to if, say. If I thought this you were stupid, I wouldn't FCC have hired regulated. you. Now tell me that you don't know how and let me show you. Ten years later, I was a practice manager, able to run every department in the area. Why? Because somebody didn't say I was stupid. Well, so environmentally, if somebody broke them down, even if they were, if you want to use the, for example, of equal talent, if at some point in somebody's life somebody said, you'll never make it. And something never broke that mind talk, that little voice that screamed that, they might go, why, you know what, I, I, I'm I proud I made that. it this far and I'll let that's it go. Insane. So that's where I'm saying to exposure, like to expose somebody this to something different. told me different. I'm never going to make it and, I, and right. it looks like I'm not going to. But when you talk about, you know, I, I can't do this or, you know, you break down and crying, it's because you look at the big picture. Right. And the big picture, you're saying, you're overwhelmed. And some but people are told you can you handle it. Some people are told you can't. Right. You, you'll achieve Oh, you'll okay. make it. You need to break it down. But some people aren't exposed to anything different than you won't ever make it. Right, so true. until we expose them, and that was my argument with like why I like to go talk to the kids, is that you have to expose it. All it took in my life was that one person who said, yes. no, you're not. It's amazing. Well, yes, no, you're not. And I sat and cried, and he said, get some Kleenex, clean yourself up, and I'm going to teach you how to do this. We're going to be okay. Well, and that's all it took. But that's Will. And was, that's yeah. Will. And, and, and so that happens, like, for me growing up, and here's how Will came into play. Uh, you know, my father had a tendency to say, you know, if you had half a brain, you'd be dangerous. And I eventually got to the point where I said, well, Dad, I have a whole brain. What does that fucking do to me? <laughs> Here, well, well so let that me, was Will. You're not dangerous. We, that <laughs> was Will. I must be super, super dangerous. But it was Will to stand up and say, you know what? I'm not taking this anymore. On the other side of that, we've got just three minutes. And I'll, again, I'll use myself as an example. Quite the opposite of what you ex- what you experienced there. Someone showing you that you had a better opportunity. The world really, truly changed for me at one point in time when I had had a motorcycle accident that I was able to stand up and walk away from. I called my dad because the only person I knew I could call. And at this time, I was still young but no longer lived at home. And I called my dad because I'm like, I need a ride. I need somebody to help with this. Uh, He answered the phone. I explained what had happened. He goes, wow. Uh, I got other things going on today, Pete. That doesn't really sound like my problem. Good luck with that. And he hung up. And I knew at that moment, I got nothing. I got nobody. Anything I do from this point on is on me. I got to figure it out. And, I mean, that was just like, here's a brick. Boom. You better dodge or let it hit your head. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to dodge. I'll go figure this out. And that really, that moment 
kind of like your moment with the doctor. It was, it was like, a blessing. Now I want to close by saying that the, both of you from that experience have different propensities when you are faced with another environmental aspect. You will, you will take what you learn, and that is your propensity to deal with it, with an issue, and you will see the same issue, and you will dump something else, right. and that's going to be your propensity. Yeah, my, my propensity generally from that point on has been, here's argument. a problem, how do I deal with it? <coughs> what are my options? It's an interesting argument we talk about yeah. genetic trait. I thought you were going to wait for Well, I had to figure out how to get that damn bike home. And then my friend stole it because they thought I was going to die. And you had to figure out how to get to your dad's house and rip his car off. Problem solved. You told me to solve it. So <laughs> well, we're going to wrap this episode up right here today. Um, I don't think we had too much tension, but it was a very interesting conversation, and I'd like to continue having more inf- in- interesting conversations. If we get to record them, that would be wonderful. And anybody who would like to partner with us and enable us to continue these conversations, we so would inclined. love. If they're so inclined, <laughs> we would actually also invite them to pose questions, pose topics, uh, put their ideas, their topics on the table, partner with us here at Civil Tension. And if you'd like to know how to do that, send me a note at uh, my name is Pete and send it to 247WPL at gmail.com. And on that note, we can just kind of golf clap it out if you like. Thank you all very, very much. This podcast is much like a nudist colony. So we-